Good morning. This is WCNC's Wake Up Charlotte to Go. I'm Sarah French, and here are your top stories. Happening today, Governor Roy Cooper is set to sign the bill paving the way for more legal sports betting here in North Carolina. The governor making his way to Charlotte to approve the bipartisan piece of legislation that would provide millions of dollars in taxes through in-person and online bets. Wake Up Charlotte's Richard Duvain now live for us this morning from Uptown. And Richard, the Spectrum Center just one of several places where folks will be able to place bets here in Charlotte. Absolutely correct, Ben. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning, everyone. Yeah, this is just one of the locations. We've actually got four, three others in our area, meaning that if folks want to place a bet, they can go to one of those venues or even their phone. With a stroke of a pen today, Governor Roy Cooper will sign House Bill 347, making it legal to bet on sports in more places in the state of North Carolina, including right on your phone. There will be 12 pre-approved mobile betting apps that people wanting to place bets can use. Bettors will also be allowed to place bets in person at a number of sporting venues across the state, including several of them in our area, such as the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Bank of America Stadium, the Quail Hollow Club, and the Spectrum Center. The state is expected to generate millions of a year because of an 18% tax placed on the betting sites and those 12 approved betting app companies. The state should receive about $100 million in tax revenue by fiscal year 27-28. It should be a very healthy competitive market and a, a good revenue source for the state for years to come. And of course, once the governor signs it, it's expected to take effect by the beginning of next year. We're here at the Spectrum Center right here in Uptown. Richard Devane for Wake Up Charlotte. All right, Richard, thanks. Now, once the bill goes into effect, you won't be able to bet on every sport out there. So let's verify fact check here. Our source, the actual text of the bill the governor is expected to sign into law today. According to this legislation right here, you'll be able to bet on professional, college and horse racing as well. You'll even be able to place bets on Olympic sports when they start up next summer in Paris. So that'll be cool. However, you will not be able to bet on some amateur sports like games involving little league teams and high schools. I'll turn to more today's top stories in your morning rush. Right now, officials are investigating a deadly shooting involving officers in Caldwell County. It happened yesterday morning on Star Cross Road in Lenore. Authorities say they responded to a home for a possible drug overdose call. Officials say the woman who answered the door eventually charged at the officers with the knives. An officer then shot the woman. She died on the way to the hospital. State officials are now investigating. A Chesterfield County murder suspect who escaped jail is expected back in court this morning. Officials say Emmanuel Bedford is back in custody after investigators say he escaped jail Saturday night. He's accused of killing his ex-girlfriend and the mother of his child. Deja Reed was last seen uh, taking him to the bus station in Charlotte but her SUV was later found submerged 11 miles away from Bedford's home in Georgia. It's still unclear how he got out. Good morning, I'm Tradisha Woodard. Starting this upcoming school year, Rock Hill Schools will provide free lunch and breakfast for all students. Now this is a part of their pilot program, which allows qualifying schools to serve breakfast and lunch at no cost to all enrolled students without collecting free and reduced student meal applications. They're hopeful this will increase access to free school meals for students living in poverty. New this morning, Lancaster County Schools changing up its school calendar. Starting in the fall of 2024, the district will launch a year-round modified schedule. It provides more breaks for teachers. 
Now the first semester will end before winter break to give time for teachers to reset before the start of the new year. And that's it for your morning rush. And of course, we're asking where's the money? This time we're putting a price tag on what's called quiet quitting. Now Gallup says half of workers aren't engaged on the job, putting in just enough to get by. The analytics company adds low level effort is actually costing the global economy nearly $9 trillion. Now Gallup surveyed more than 60,000 people in the country to pull together this report. It's been tracking American sentiment about their jobs since about 2000 and more than half of U.S. respondents told Gallup they thought it was a good time to find a job. But perhaps here's the most surprising piece. Gallup asked employees what would make their jobs better, and the majority of responses didn't address pay, didn't address benefits, but rather issues like having more autonomy in their jobs, having some clearer goals, and being recognized for their contributions. And while half of folks are quiet quitting, about 18% are loud quitting, being actively disengaged on the job. It's why we're asking, what keeps you engaged at work? Make sure you text us at 704-329-3600. Guys, what I thought was most interesting is how this kind of mutual respect piece is almost more important than money these days. Yeah, yeah. I feel like when people feel respected and valued, then they work harder. Exactly. They do. I, I just am so fascinated by this cultural shift that's changed, whether it was... Oh, totally. Wh whatever it was, pandemic, non-pandemic, like something has completely changed in like America's work ethic in the last... Yes, years. because it used to be it's work first, all the time. We'll yeah. be there whenever, and yeah. now you know it's kind of it's family, work-life balance. Balanced, some yeah. Would argue. All right, Kia, Kia. Thanks. Thanks. Time now to connect the dots. When we make the news make sense. Today, Panthers minicap continues for the second day, all in preparation for a season with a new coach and a new quarterback. Football season is less than 70 days away, and the Carolina Panthers are getting in shape. Let's connect the dots. New members of the team are starting to get a taste of what life is like in the NFL. During the three-day camp, recent draftees get to experience the day-to-day -day schedule. Rookie players use minicamp to learn playbooks and in-game team dynamics. Veterans use the time to get to know those new players and freshen up on strategy. Attendance for minicamp is usually up to the head coach's discretion, but this year, all 99 Panthers are required to show up, otherwise they could face fines. All eyes will be on Bryce Young, the number one draft pick. Now in the QB1 position, he'll be under pressure to prove his starting abilities each day at minicamp. All ahead of training camp in Spartanburg and before the Jets take on the Panthers for preseason in August. And that is Connecting the Dots. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more right now on WCNC.com. Join the Wake Up Charlotte team weekday mornings on WCNC Charlotte from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Wake Up Charlotte to Go. And this morning we're talking about um, the Beatles have a new song. I what? know. I guess this was the headlines yeah. all over this morning. And Larry, you came in saying, mm -hmm. you know, the Beatles are releasing this new album. Beatles in quotes. <laughs> Via AI. Here's, here's a caveat. It's not the Beatles. There are two living members of the Beatles. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Mm -hmm. John Lennon passed away, George Harrison passed away. Mm -hmm. So there's a song called Now and Then that John Lennon actually recorded as a demo back in 1979. And uh, so Paul McCartney had heard this many years ago. In fact, uh, you remember back in 1995, they released Free as a Bird, which was uh, George, it was Paul and Ringo with John's vocals in the mm -hmm. studio. And that mm -hmm. was released, that was a big hit back in 1995. So they found this other track now and then that is John at the piano 
uh, kind of a poorly uh, tuned piano, just doing a demo. And through AI, they have gone in and remixed it, and it will be released later this year. But wow. as far as living Beatles, it's really only Paul and Ringo. Mm -hmm. So you can't say Beatles unless somehow, some way, they, they found something George Harrison did and kind of mixed it in that track. But I think it's crazy to look at this and yeah. see where we can go oh, in the future because, like, ABBA did that whole um, concert with holograms, yeah. you know? And so now it's like, what is the future of AI it's, and concerts it's, it's and new music? Yeah. I mean, what they did with this, you, if you can imagine someone sitting at a piano recording on a cassette player a song that they wrote or will write, it's called Now and Then. What they did is they completely took away the piano. So the mm -hmm. only thing you have is, is John Lennon's vocals, and then they've gone in and added a rhythm track to it, uh, probably enhanced his vocals and added some more vocals to it. Now, I'm only assuming that's what they did, mm -hmm. and that'll be later this year that we find out. The, the B-A-I-tles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, did you just think of that, or have you that been saving that? Well, Larry talked that up for a while, sleeve. so I was trying to think what we were going to call the Beatles. So, so that's what I came up with. But that is what's happening. Yeah. And, I mean, we were listening to a song generated by AI not too long ago with Frank Sinatra and yeah. Lil John. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy what they can do because not, I think before, you know, bringing AI into it, you were able to isolate, like, vocals from a rhythm track just with, like, I don't want to call it simple editing because audio editing is not simple. Well, it's, but it's, it's taking frequencies and taking out certain frequencies yes. that have those instruments. It can, it's been done for years. There's ways to do that. But this AI just eliminates it instantly. instantly. I heard a crude version. I saw this was on YouTube about a month ago. Mm -hmm. And just by accident, I said, Paul McCartney... Uh, doing My Sweet Lord, which is a classic song by George uh -huh. Harrison. I thought, why, he'd never done that. Then it said AI version of it. And it, and it sounded like McCartney with a really crude background to it. But that was, that was kind of the first, you know, the initiation of AI into music. Now we can see just unlimited possibilities. Yeah, and we've even seen pictures. I saw our Verified team did one between uh, Trump and DeSantis and pictures they had posted. And they determined they were AI generated pictures Whoa. and so you know it's like yeah. how are we going to distinguish like photos music and are or people going to be or what, what they, they say, say yes. if they can That's use the their voice yeah. I mean they can do that for any of us we've mm -hmm. talked about uh, people can call you and give a scam and it yeah. sounds like a loved one if yeah. your voice is posted on the world wide web mm -hmm. you know they can find yeah. it and generate it yeah, yeah it's crazy and this technology is exponentially increasing just it think is. about it. a few years ago no one was saying AI even though technically Siri was part of that mm -hmm. but um, yeah we I had a, a friend Matt Hammond that just randomly put in uh, make me a weather song and all of a sudden yeah. it did a yeah. pretty good AI job AI does it yeah, yeah it's no. amazing well it'll be interesting to see if AI becomes so prevalent if musicians and artists will have to go okay after I pass away I don't want you to continue wow. to use my voice yeah. to create new albums and songs or like you know mm -hmm. it's or yes you can cont continue to use it for my estate I mean you can well that with John Lennon was that was I was gonna say he yeah. I, I, I don't want to give the wrong impression here because he sang this song yeah he this is not this song, is not yes. AI creating his no, voice no, in a different way really John Lennon. this is really him it, they just him. used AI it's, for yeah. part of it yeah right. he, he sat down at the piano in, in in his apartment there in New York City of 1979 
and with a cassette player recorded him in a in a piano just and he was singing along with the track so yeah and, and Yoko only gave permission that was that was yeah. not stolen from him for sure yeah. Yeah. but it's interesting to yeah. think with just this how far it can go in no the future doubt. and where we will go with it in the future and, and we were joking a minute ago someone took a, took a little John song <laughs> and made it they decided as if Frank Sinatra did it yes. it sounded just like yeah. it just it like and Completely probably, inappropriate. They, they, yeah, <laughs> totally, yeah. We, we were all time. laughing, Sarah. It was but just impressive like, nonetheless. But it sounded like yeah. it. Impressive nonetheless. Yes. Well, that's what the, I mean, the thing about AI is that it can completely not just isolate voices now, but it can manipulate a voice to make it say something that it's not necessarily saying. Yeah. So yeah. kind of what yeah. me and Chris and Lear were talking about before is that, you know, Photoshop has been around for a while. So now we have systems and products that can take in a photo and say, eh, that was Photoshopped, even if you can't tell. Yeah. But I mean, nothing like that exists for AI. I don't know that it will. And now they can say, well, you said it. We have yeah. it right here. Yeah. Well, I did say it. This is a whole, I mean, legally. Scary to think oof, about. This is about to get hefty. Yeah, so. but for, for musicians, uh, I, I think this could also be a great tool that Paul mm -hmm. McCartney is using that you almost have kind of a different angle that you wouldn't be able to do it. So you can almost take what AI gives you and then have the humanistic characteristic to bring it to a new level. So it has its pros and certainly it's... And close. then we'll have the holograms where it's like they're performing uh -oh. it right uh -oh. there in front of you. <laughs> or your virtual reality headset where you don't have yeah. to leave yeah. your yeah. living yeah. room. $1,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melissa saying creepy. And John Very. Kelly saying it will be impossible to know if anything is from its original source mm. or if it's produced by AI. That's Think what I'm afraid of now, in the future. That's going to be probably the case. Uh, oh, oh, stop it. All right, folks, chime in. Let us know what you think about it. And then we'll see you back here tomorrow morning for another edition of Wake Up Charlotte to Go.